This is the Breaking Free Show, and my name is Marilyn Shannon, and I am delighted to have you all join me today. I am in Florida, not in the studio as I usually am, but many of you know, if you watched me last week, you know I came to Florida to kind of help take care of things for my mother, and with the virus, I have stayed. So I'm making Florida my home right now, and everybody at home is missing me, and I'm missing them, but I'm in a good place. I'm with my mother and taking care of business. I hope all of you out there are safe and doing everything that you need to do to stay home. Please stay home so I can go home. Oh, I didn't ever think about that before. But please stay home so I can go home and so that everybody else can get going and doing their thing and stay stick, stay healthy. Anyway, I want to say hi to Amnon. How you doing, Amnon? Oh, I'm fine, thank you. Oh, I busy, miss busy, you, busy. Huh? You're busy? Just busy. I know. I miss you, Amnon. I'm missing, you. missing you too here. I know. I'm used to seeing you across my across your desk. <laughs> but you're in a good place. You're taking care of business, so that's a good thing. And I'm so grateful with technology that I can do this no matter where I am and bring in terrific guests and people that we all can learn from and uh, find that little extra piece of love. Anyway, remember, during the show, you're welcome to call in anytime you want to 919-518-9773. Anytime you want. This is this is your show, my show, our show. It's a time for all of us to communicate. I don't care what you're calling about. You know, you have something to share, please do. You can also um, uh, join our chat and put your name underneath the video and comment there. And Amnon and I will be monitoring it as well. So please feel free. This is an open invitation to you know, enjoy the show, but if you have a question or a comment or anything that moves you, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you. So with that, let me welcome my guest. Oh, she's lovely. She and I have had just a wonderful conversation before you all joined us. You're going to love her. Stacey Weiner, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello there. It's so good to be talking with you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. I'm thrilled. It is thrilled. So, sounds like maybe the baseball studio already. (laughs) Tell us. Wow. I can tell this is going to be one great show. (laughs) We're already calling. Amnon will tell us as soon as that happens. Tell everybody who you are. My name is Stacey Weiner, and I am the founder of SAC. And SAC is an acronym that stands for Supporting a Community with Kindness. And we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And how do you support communities? We have volunteers from all over the United States, as well as Asia and um, Europe, who crochet and knit soap sacks. And I will show you a visual. So this would be like a crocheted one. Hopefully you can see that. And this one is like a knitted one. And these are um, crocheted and knitted by volunteers. They, um, there's patterns on the website. They could follow that or use any other pattern. And then they put a bar of soap in each one of these. And then we don't have them donate them to food pantries, shelters, veteran clinics, social service agencies, um, all over the world. So that is what we've been doing. And in the, since we've started, which is in 2017. So as we're almost approaching our three year mark, over 60,000 have been donated globally, which is beyond exciting. I can't even believe it. 
Yeah. So I want to ask you about that, but I'm not. Somebody yeah. Call go okay. go ahead and see see who that is. Okay. Hello, guest. Who are you? Hello. Oh You're well. Still there? Don't worry about it. Okay. All right. So he'll be back. <laughs> okay. He'll call back. Please feel free if you call in, because uh, I know Stacy has a lot of friends out there. If you call oh. in, please wait until we either answer. And then once we answer, we might have to, you know, we're talking to somebody and then maybe you have to stay on the line a little bit. Be patient. We'd love to hear from all of you. So first of all, Stacy, why soap? Soap is a necessity for everybody. And what people are unaware of is that you cannot use food stamps to buy toiletries such as soap, shampoo, conditioner. So what happens is, is that in places, pantries and shelters, serving the underserved, um, they rarely have them on their shelves. People don't realize they should be donating those. Obviously everybody wants food donated, but they really, there is a dire need for soap because if people have some extra money, they're gonna buy food. They're not gonna go out and buy soap. So there is just such a need with dignity, feeling clean, feeling good about themselves. So instead of donating just soap, I came up with this idea of including it in a sack. So it's almost as if it's like a little gift, it's put in a gift and it's made with cotton soap and it could be used as a washcloth and there's a loop or usually a drawstring on, on, on every one so they can hang it to dry, they can use it to store soap, it's made with nice soft yarn, and it just makes them feel so loved when they receive it. And the volunteers, as I've heard for the, you know, from hundreds and hundreds of volunteers, they're amazed at the response when people receive these. They are, you know, it is just, it's beautiful. It really is. So how, how did you, I mean, I would never, I don't think, have thought of soap. <laughs> how did you think of soap? So what had happened, it's, it's kind of a twofold. Previous to starting this, I was always knitting and crocheting blankets and hats for different organizations like Project Linus, um, Warm Up America, and I would make these items. Um, and it was very rewarding. And maybe did it for 10, 15 years. And I live right by the beach, two and a half blocks, which I'm very, very fortunate. Um, and it was approaching the summertime, 2017. And you know, I'd always want to bring a project to the beach. And I said, am I really going to be making a blanket on the beach again? It's going to be hot. It's sweaty. So I started giving this some thought. There's got to be another alternative, something else I can donate. And simultaneously, I'm a volunteer at a food pantry that is um, a couple of towns over from where I live. And the clients would come in and they would say, do you have soap? And I'd look on the shelf and I would say, no, unfortunately, we don't. So I said, I thought there's got to be a way of combining these two things. So I found a soap sack pattern on, on YouTube. I tweaked it a little bit and I made a bunch on my own, bought some soap, brought it to my food pantry that I worked at, you know, I volunteer at, and I could not believe it was, it was overwhelmingly positive. People were so happy. They kept saying, can I keep this? Can I keep this sack? Oh, thank you. I don't have any soap at home. Thank you beyond thrilled. So I remember leaving that day and saying to myself, I think I have something here. And then through time, I would recruit a couple of friends that I knew that knitted and crocheted and they would do it. And then I would have a couple people um, doing soap drives for me. 
you know, to offset the cost for me. And then I was doing it primarily in my county and local and a local county. And that's where it stayed for a couple of months until the local newspaper, the Asbury Park Press, interviewed me. And I thought I was just going to get local, you know, local publicity, local exposure. And then next thing I know it, I'm getting emails because my email was in the article. And somebody would email me and say, I live in Minnesota. Can I do this in Minnesota? And I thought, how did they find out about me in Minnesota? And then I would get another one. And then I realized they had posted the article online and USA Today picked it up. And that is where it took off. Because I thought, why is it only going to be me and a group of my local friends doing it? I'm never going to get to Minnesota anytime soon. Why can't they donate to food pantries and shelters and veteran clinics in their own community? And that's really where it took it to a whole new level. It really did. It's so fascinating, because honestly, when you say dignity, I remember years ago um, going to a food pantry to give out food. I remember how people were coming down the line. I'll never forget it. I mean, some of what I would use the grungiest or the the people who have been on the street the longest, who didn't look like they cared about anything because they were on the street. And I felt so sorry for them. I mean, they just looked like they were just having just... I mean, awful. Right. Yet, right. Defeated. Defeated completely. Right. And when they came down the line, they would arrange their tray beautifully. Right. And they always took a napkin, you know, they put it in their lap. They always they were meticulous right. with how they handled their food. Right. That changed my life. Yeah. I could imagine those yeah. kind of experiences are life changing. Yeah. I mean, I had one thing, you know, they this one uh, image. Right. image of how right. they looked. And right. this completely changed it. So soap right. is, it, you would, I mean, that goes, I mean, I can totally get that now. Right. It is. It's really like an act of compassion that we're, we're really helping to restore that, restore them like emotionally and physically because they, you know, I say to people like that bar of soap, they're going to have like eight or 10 showers where they're going to feel clean and they're going to feel like everybody else and uh you know i we it's just it's been very eye-opening and so incredibly rewarding i mean i i because i still while i don't have the time now because i'm you know doing so much outreach i'm not knitting and crocheting them but i try every week to donate a hundred soap sacks a week now with everything going on now, I've been sending them. So I've been researching places, shelters and pantries all over the United States and sending boxes of 30 all over. So that's what I've been doing. But in the previous, I personally have probably donated about four to 5,000 myself. And every time I donated, there is, it is equally, if not more rewarding than the time before. And I say that with sincerity, really. And how do you fundraise? Um, Well, I've had been lucky. Matter of fact, interesting you should say that. Today, I just found out that the bank, I just received a $1,000 grant from a bank. I applied for um, a bank, uh, a grant for uh, some uh, people that do community service. So I can't even believe I just found that out like two hours ago. So I'm kind of like excited, beyond excited. So it's that. I've had people make donations. We have on the website where people can donate um, money. Uh, through PayPal. We've had that. I've um, 
a lot of the cost is sh strictly shipping and I do try to buy yarn. Many people don't have access to getting yarn or um, a lot of the nursing homes and the senior communities, it's just they don't have it in their budget. So I like to donate yarn. So we have on the website where people could, um, the Amazon wish list, people can donate yarn to me as well as soap. So I really haven't had to incur much cost at all, really, because I've had some very generous people, family and friends and Facebook followers. Uh, so yeah, so it's been good. It's been good. The first year, yes, I did incur quite a bit of cost. Um, so, then. so you are really, you're helping people who are actually crocheting yeah. and the other people who actually are receiving. So it's the giver, yeah. the taker. Absolutely. Giver, and you know what? It's, that is, it's so true that you said that, Marilyn, because when I first started, my impression was that we're really helping so many people that need the soap. And I never realized that the volunteers are getting just as much out of it. I mean, there are many of them that needed, felt like they needed a purpose in life. Um, there are people that um, have, you know, maybe depression or anxiety and it's helping them. And um, it really has. And this virtual community of Facebook followers, over 8,000, they've all become like fast friends. And, you know, it's, I, I should note that not everybody is donating the soap sacks into their community. Some people don't want to do that um, for their personal reasons, and I respect that. So the other option for people, and all this information is on the website, they send me strictly the sacks, no reason to send soap, way too costly, to um, mail soap. Um, they can send me the sacks and those are the ones, thanks to those people that I am able to donate, you know, donate. And, you know, if I'm, we were in, in um, Colorado, our family two years ago, I brought soap sacks with me and I donated 150 to three different shelters. So it's because of these volunteers that are sending me sacks that I'm able to do that. So there is that other option. It doesn't necessarily mean that they have to donate it to the shelters in their community. They can donate them to SAC. And the, I have a P.O. box at our local post office. Well, I want to invite everybody again. Please feel free to call. I mean, if you've been crocheting, if you've been, if you've received soap, and I'd love to hear, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear some of your stories and uh, just connect. So 919-518-9773 or join us on our chat, which I'm going to look at. Oh, my goodness. There's a bunch of people on the chat. Hey, oh, good. Good. Hello, everybody. So come on, people. Yeah. Oh, in. I'd love to talk yeah. to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So, what? Tell us some of the stories. Do you know any stories? Oh, absolutely. So well, let's, let's start with the the givers, the okay. crocheters. Okay. Um, many of the people. Um, for example, I have a gentleman in Florida. Well, he moved to South Carolina, but he was in Florida. Joe King, who's a, become a dear friend. He sends them to me. He has sent over 4,000 soap sacks to me. And so, he crochets them? Yes, he crochets them. Mm -hmm. And he, his wife crochets too, but she um, doesn't do the soap sacks. And so he's somebody who has become near and dear to me. He has made them. Um, I have had every month, I just, to, we honor a soap sack star of the month. And we honor somebody. He was our first one, which is why his name really came to mind first. Uh, people that have done really way beyond um, what I consider, you know, it was remarkable what they're doing, but they really do extraordinary, um, have extraordinarily made contributions. Um, so every month we've been doing that. 
And, um, but he's one particular person. There's another woman, Cindy, who um, her husband just passed away just recently, which is very sad. But she had been telling me that making these soap sacks at home, and she was donating them, she donates them in her community, she lives in Massachusetts, has really helped her through you know, her husband's um, illness. He was on hospice and just feeling, feeling useful, feeling a purpose. Um, there was also, um, so that's really been something that really, um, really makes me feel great that I, I could provide for that. There's a husband and wife team that make them. They have made thousands of them also. And the husband had told me that his wife was experiencing severe um, depression and was in bed and would not get out of bed for about 23 hours a day. And finally, she was, she was making them in the living room. And finally, she got out of bed and she said, can you show me how to make them? And she, he showed her how to make them. And now she is out of bed, feeling so good, so productive. Her depression has lifted. I mean, when I hear stories like that, I mean, I, I have chills. I mean, I pinched myself. How, how is this that the impact it's making on these volunteers? I mean, the stories, you know, I mean, I'm constantly getting people to message me and, you know, they're, they're, when they're donating, they cannot believe how, how good they feel about what they're doing, good about what they're doing for themselves. Um, a lot of people are, are shut-ins and they, they can because of medical reasons. They can't leave the house. So they're making these and, you know, many of them were volunteering maybe somewhere else and they can't do that for medical reasons. So now they're making these and it's just, it's really amazing. It's amazing. I mean, yeah. I have a people and I have a woman in Vietnam that's making them. I have a woman in Scotland that's making them and donating them in her community. I mean, it's, it's, it's spanning the, the nation, the world. You know, it's it's something that people can do, and it doesn't take a lifetime to do it. Right. And it's quick, very you know, quick, and inexpensive. Right. Yeah. I don't crochet, right. but I can look at it and say, okay, this is something that would, you know, maybe it, does it take a day? It takes, like for most people, anywhere from a half hour to 45 minutes to make one. To make and one. And it's inexpensive, and the yarn, there's many different types of yarn, which I have suggested yarns on the website is about a dollar a skein and you can get maybe two to three. So it's also very inexpensive, but it's quick. So even if it takes an hour, there are some, some people, volunteers that tell me they won't go to bed until they make two before bed. That's they've set goals for themselves. You know, um, it's, it's really, people have felt this sense of community. Uh, I mean, it's, in, and then when people have birthdays, people are, you know, wishing them happy birthday and, um, Every month, we also have um, a question of the month, so people chime in, and it could be something like, what's your favorite movie, or what's your favorite color, you know, what's your favorite yarn to make soap sacks, you know, it's, it's so we try to do that, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, and there's just been other developments, too, which I'll share with you, too. Okay, I hear, well, we want to hear it all, and I think, you know, I think, I know, right now is a really cool time to pay attention to what's being done, because it, it lifts our spirits. I love hearing the, the things people are doing today. You know, I don't know anybody in this world, I don't think, that, it, that is not aware of the virus, right? Everybody's aware of the virus. Right. Everybody Unfortunately. Is, yes, everybody has, you know, is, is connected to it. So to hear the stories 
about what people are up to now, people delivering food and leaving it in people's garages and just all the beautiful things that people are doing and also the things that people, they may not be able to take an action, but they're feeling something. Right. Right. They're feeling something. Like the other day I went to um, Publix to pick up some things and I felt so bad for the people who the, the real elderly people that were going into the grocery store unmasked. Oh my and goodness. Oh, I just couldn't speak to it. Yeah, I know. Oh. I couldn't, I didn't know what to do and I need to be protected because I'm taking care of my mother. I can't afford to have anything happen to me. Right. Um, but I felt terrible. Wow. To so think they probably don't even have a mask and they just need to get. Yeah. I mean, yes. And people like are making masks out of all kinds of things yeah. today and donating them. And I mean, there's just, I love for the most part, I love our world right. and how people think and feel. Right. So, you know, it's great. But, but it's also important, like even at this time now, soap sacks are needed more than ever because let's be realistic. Soap is needed more than ever you know, with everybody. So if, you know, people need soap and it's not always easy to find soap anymore. I mean, I know on the, our Amazon wish list, a lot of the, our original links to soap, they're, they're sold out. So and I had to put it in. How are you getting soap? Um, there are still some sites. Um, I still have quite a few um, hundreds of bars of soap that I had from a soap drive that uh, someone had done for me previous to this, the coronavirus outbreak. Uh, but some of the volunteers are having problems getting soap. So they're going to hold on to them a little bit and see. Um, but there's still uh, some of the Dollar Tree, some of the dollar stores online, they do, have, they do have soap. So it's a little more challenging, but it's needed more than ever. And do you ever just bring soaps to people that are just on the street, period? I haven't, but I did have one of my, one, somebody reached out to me from Iowa and she was doing a mission trip in Denver and she um, did that. And she went out into the, the, um, to the homeless and handed them out and she actually videotaped it. They allowed her to do that and she did. A majority of the people that are getting the soap sacks are not actually living in the streets, um, but you know, are, are either um, living in a shelter or are just um, needy. They're needy. They have shelter. However, I do recall the girl had told me that one of the gentlemen had said to her, um, thank you so much, because when I wash myself in the public showers and um, I don't have soap, I'm just washing myself. Now I have soap to so." You know, I mean, it really, I said, the stories, I could talk for 10 hours over the stories of what people say. I mean, people are excited at the pantries and the shelters. Oh, can I pick this color? And then they'll say, wait a second, I didn't see you had pink. That's my favorite color. So they'll, they'll try to find the soap sacks that, that, that make them happy, that, that just have that little bit of glimmer of hope that somebody cares and loves them. And that's really what it, and they all have a tag attached to them. I should note. So there's different tags, um, options on the website. And um, that say, I mean, it says this soap sack was made with love by a sack volunteer. And it, you know, it, it tells you that. And then some people write personal notes on the back of the tags just to say, you know, stay well. We're thinking about you. Um, have a nice day. So it's nice. Yeah. Nice. How did you think of all, I mean, think of those things, those little extra things. The tags I didn't think about initially. And 
people were saying, some of the people I was giving them to said, what are these? Like they didn't know what they were for. So that's why on the bottom of the tag, it says it can be used as a washcloth or to store your soap. And then I just started adding some more personal things. Um, and people can make their own tags. Somebody asked me if they could put, you know, a psalm in on their tag. I said, these are what I wanted people to do, the volunteers, is I didn't want them to feel like every sack had to look the same, everything had to be the same size, that every tag had to be the same. I just want to empower people. If you find a soap sack pattern you like better, well, that's great. Use it. If that's what you want to use, if you want to make yours bigger or smaller, if you want to attach a tag, if you don't want to attach a tag, that's fine. But if you want to, I want people to feel like this is their, this is their baby. And they don't have to feel like there's these guidelines that are so strict for them. So tell me where, tell us, where you want to go with all of this. Are you where you want to be? Or is it something else? Oh, I just want to recruit more and more people, um, which is why I love this opportunity to talk with you today. I just want more people to know about it. And if they can't knit or crochet, and it just makes them aware that maybe they want to donate um, soap to a shelter and maybe um, they want to donate to, to us, or maybe they know somebody who knits and crochets that would want to do it, or they know some, I mean, I've had Boy Scout troops, Girl Scouts, CCD, um, you know, temples, high school organizations do soap drives. You know, reach out, be aware of the, of the need, the dire need for toiletries um, amongst this population. Yeah, it's, it's eye-opening to me. Yeah. And so with that, 919-518-9773, or you can come in on our um, chat right near our video, put your name, nickname, whatever you like, and you can comment. There are plenty of people in there. Yay, come on. Questions. Come on. We know, we know Stacey has a lot of friends out there. Yes. So, yes. Are there any SAC volunteers out there? I'd love yeah. to chat with you. Yeah, come on. This is your opportunity. If you have not had the opportunity to actually... Uh, chat with Stacy face to face, kind of sort of, you will now. Right. Share your story, share what you're doing, you know, how it feels. There's we know no you're home, right? We know yeah. everybody's home. Absolutely. And there's and every story matters. Right. I, I don't story. know what it, every story matters. And make my and I would say like this, make my day. <laughs> you made my day by talking with me. So that's, that's yeah, well, this is great. So so soap sacks, this is it. You just want to blanket the world. I, I want to, right. And I want to, my ideally, I would love to partner with a soap company. That would be ideal. Uh, that would be really ideal. Uh, I would like to partner with a yarn company, one of the several yarns that I do use. I mean, because it's it has to be cotton or cotton blend. You don't want it to be, you know, wool or acrylic where it's not soft. So there are definitely um, suggested yarns. Uh, so those two partnering with a yarn company and partnering with the soap company would be, you know, absolutely wonderful, but recruiting more and more people, inspiring people to really be part of what we call our soap sack family would, is why I love talking with you and, and having other opportunities to, to make, you know, people aware of this. So that's, um, you know, that's what I would like. I mean, I have, you know, 8,000, over 8,000 Facebook followers. And it keeps growing, and I want—I just want to really keep growing this soap sack community. Yeah, that's my ideal. And, and there's been other things that have been happening recently um, through Warm Up America 
they've been promoting SAC and really inspiring a lot of people to get involved. And they're a big organization that makes blankets and, and they do knitted and crocheted items that they donate. So they got on board with me about two months ago. And it's that has been a, a really, really great experience for their, for their community. Um, and then uh, Annie's just uh, has a membership kit of, of every month. There is a knitted and crocheted items to give to the people get all, you know, just like a food membership club where you get all the ingredients. Well, this is all the items, all the, the pattern and the yarn to make items to donate. And this pat, this current, this month here was a soap sack. So with all information about sack, so that's a great way of, of people that hadn't, hadn't heard about SAC to find out about that. So that's also very exciting. Well, because of what's going on now, are you having to send thread or yarn to people? Um, I have, yes. As a matter of fact, I've probably sent more in the last two weeks than I've sent in the last year. Um, some people, you know, yes, you can purchase this online, the yarn, but I want to make it easy for people. And if they're feeling despondent and depressed and anxious, and they've said to me, I really don't have access to the yarn. Fine, private, you know, private message me your address and I'll send it out. That's really my only outing I've been doing is going to the post office almost every day. So you can do a one giving like Right. right. I mean, and this I, is who you are, right? You are right. one giving. That is, like. yes. Well, I mean, I get so much so, so much from it. I really do. I love it. And I've met I have I have all these, I have like eight thousand new friends. I really feel that way. You know, plus the volunteers that I've met at these food pantries and shelters. I mean, people will, I just went, the last one I went to before, you know, we kind of had a lock in here was a, a local co-op and I wa I couldn't walk in. They just said, oh, leave it at the door. And then they said, what are you dropping off? And they said, oh, we remember you did this last year. Thank you for coming back. And, you know, I feel like these are my friends. This is like my whole new like network of, of friends that are just so caring. Now, I mean, let me tell you, the people that I have met, the most selfless, kind people ever. I just, yeah. How lucky. Um, I love people too. And, and you know, when you hear these kinds of stories and now that we're all kind of sitting, yes. we are open to hearing more of them and people are sharing more about what they're doing. And I think it's very, I mean, not think, it's very important. Right. It really part, is. Yeah, this is the part of humanity that we are slowing down to focus on. Right. So, and people feel very lonely at home right now, especially yeah. now. And, and I feel as if the Facebook page, the Instagram page is real and watching this today, hopefully, um, that they're feeling, you know, they're, they're still feeling connected. And that's yeah. what, right. Absolutely. So, so how difficult or easy was it to get this into being a 501c3? Well, I have to say, I can't take credit for that. My husband, who is, we're, we're both retired. I was retired. I'm a retired as a college counselor for 30 years and I retired two years ago before starting this. And he retired from uh, working at Johnson & Johnson for over 30 years. So he is behind the scenes guy doing that. So he was, he did all the paperwork for the 501c3, thank you, Bob, um, and trademarked the logo, thank you, Bob, and all the computer. Um, thank you, Bob. <laughs> yes, that's especially, because this wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for him, because I wouldn't have been able to do it. But so he does all of that. Which has been very, very helpful because I don't feel that I'm very confident in that area. So he didn't think it was that difficult with the 501c3, um, but it did seem as if it was taking him a lot of time. So, yeah. But I'm glad we did it. And that was the whole thing. Originally, I wasn't going to do, I didn't see a need, 
But when I was out in Pittsburgh, I connected with uh, Samir Lakhani, who was a CNN hero. And he started Eco Soap Bank, where they um, provide soap for people in Sri Lanka and Cambodia, Sierra Leone, places that they don't have soap. And they were finding that people were getting diseases because they were they weren't they were dirty. So he started this. He's a remarkable individual and won this CNN Hero um, Award. He has been finding that they get the soap from all the hotels and they make they obviously sanitize the soap and then they go to all these villages and show people how to wash themselves. They don't even know what to do with a bar of soap. So I met with him in Pittsburgh. He lives in Pittsburgh. And I met with him and donated. He didn't need my soap. He only needed the sacks because he already had um, all the soap in these countries that he was, you know, that he was having made by women in the villages were making the soap. And so he sat with me and he gave me a lot of really wise advice. And one being is that you should be a 501c3 because then people can donate to you. And you know, people want to be able to write off donations, but you want to be have that opportunity. So that's why we that's why it was we we did it. Um, and I'm glad we did because, for example, just getting this grant, I would not have been able to get that grant that I got today or found out about today. Right. Well, it's, it's an important conversation to them because there are a lot of people. Again, there are a lot of people who come, right. and there will be lots of things that will be birthed right. after this experience. Yeah. People are going to come up with all kinds of great ideas. Right. And out of gratitude and out of appreciation and love for someone, something, a frustration or something. And it's good to give them a little bit of, you know, kind of knowledge on how to do it because you want to do it right. right. And uh, people don't want to give. It, it says something. It says you're in it. People don't want to give money to any entity that they don't think is going to be around very long. Exactly. If you put a stake in the ground with a 501c3, you're, you're making a stake. Exactly. You are in it. This matters. And I'm not stopping this ever. This is the, this is my, the last chapter of my life. Absolutely. And all of I me, mean, it's important that the website is www.soapsacks.com. S-O-A-P-S-A-C-K-S.com. And there's sample patterns, the tag pages, um, additional information, you know, everything, the wish list information, the donate page, it's, everything is on there. So it's, it's really, there's, it's, it's, he worked on that too. <laughs> he did the whole website. Bob, we're talking yeah. Bob now. Yes, Bob, that is. Yeah. <laughs> so and what, and you can, so tell me, what are you working on now to get a soap manufacturer or to get the yarn? I mean, where is that in the process? Soap, I have not been that successful. And I mean, I'm definitely not going to be too successful right now because they're probably being bombarded with people asking for donations. So that has been a little bit of a, a dead end for me. I do have um, a, a, a person who's been very involved who has gotten, uh, he has been able to get donations of soap um, for me through um, Tom's. This is a gentleman, John Giswold, and he was able to get that, but that was just a, a one-time thing. I will tell you it's exciting that um, I am just found out the other day that Yarnspirations, which makes Lily Sugar and Cream yarn, where is my Lily Sugar and Cream? Oh, here it is, right here. Lily Sugar and Cream, which is probably the yarn that's used the most by Soap Sack um, volunteers. They are based out of Canada, Spinrite Yarnspirations, and they're going to be doing a um, 
in their uh, charity corner page on their website, they are going to start promoting SAC. And that's only been in a recent development, and that's very exciting to me. Uh, so I'm hoping more happens with them because I, uh, I would that would make me very happy. Really, really happy, actually. Yes, <laughs> so, that would be great. Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah, that would be great. Yeah. So $1,000, how yeah. far would that take you? Um, that will be good. I will tell you, that was, uh, that's going to be a lot. That would be a lot. I really like to buy yarn. I mean, yarn and postage. It will go a long way. I'm not going to say forever, but it will. And buying yarn and being able to, when I go to, like, I, when I go to these groups, these senior communities and these um, knitting and crochet groups, I really like to bring yarn and donate as long as they're making the soap sacks with it. And I'll go back and I'll pick them up. It's to me, it's a win-win situation. I'd like to make it easy for people, uh, but postage is costly, as you know. I mean, to send a box of, of 30, 40 soap sacks to California um, is costly. Yeah, we're getting calls. We're getting a- uh, well, there is a comment on here. Okay. Mike uh, in a City or City, I don't know. And it says, she says, or he says, this has been such a great little project for me. Easy to take and definitely makes me feel good. Do you uh, know who that is? Now, what is the name? Uh, my life in STTI. I don't know what that stands oh, for. Oh, I don't know who that is. I'm I so happy. I wonder what your first name is. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Nine my life in stitches? Maybe my life in stitches. Maybe yeah. you know that is? Oh, yes. No, I do know. I don't know the name of the person, but I know from Instagram. Yes. Yes. Okay. I feel it. That's the person I just sent yarn to, actually. Yeah. Well, 919-518-9773. Please give us a call and share your experiences. And, you know, why has this been such a great project for you? I would love to know, you know, why this, this of all projects have right. been so great for you. And, you know, what your personal experiences have been. So, yeah. So I should also share with you, I, 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 back in this past January, um, I was in Phoenix for I was receiving an award. The organization is called Association for Creative Industries, and they are the um, umbrella of all crafts. So quilting, stamping, knitting, yarn, you know, fiber arts, uh, all, all. And every year they give out what they call their special recognition award for somebody that combines crafting with community outreach and community service. And this year I was awarded it, which is, I can't even tell you. <laughs> I was so, one of the SAC volunteers, uh, Tammy Browning-Smith from Delaware is a SAC volunteer, and she nominated me, and she told me, oh, I just want to, over the summer, I just want to let you know that I was nominated, right. and I really didn't give it much thought, and then when I found out that I was, was going to be receiving the award, I flew out to Phoenix, it was one of the highlights of my life, it really was, I was so honored, I had this beautiful plaque, not even a plaque, it's this glass i should have had it here but since in the other room this glass engraved um award it's magnificent and the whole experience was you know it was it was it was really a beautiful beautiful time so that was just another recent development and really great um to meet a lot of crafters well those kinds of developments and anything that we do uh give us a message right yeah you know, we're on the right track right. they're like little big little gifts Right. tell us you know keep going you're doing great right it's a, and, like we say a small act of kindness i mean that's oh, really yeah. what it is i mean i know that's used a lot but it really is it, it gives hope to people to especially at this time oh my goodness 
so many people are just feeling so, um, it just, it feel out of control. And uh, so the volunteers are feeling like this is giving them some, something to, um, like I said, a purpose, but just maybe a diversion from what's going on in this uncertain well, times. And if somebody gets a bar of soap and they clean their hands and that's one less person that can spread this thing. Very true, Marilyn. Very, you know, very true. You are doing the world, to, you know, a good deed. You know, more than ever. So I would say to a lot of people that are listening, you know, that would not have thought of doing this or soap, you know, whatever you can do now in regards to this, you, you can do. And if you if you can't fill it with soap now, then just make the sacks. Right. Exactly. You know? Exactly right. That's exactly. Well, there's always, unfortunately, there's going to always there's always going to be a need before coronavirus, during and after. There's always a need. Um, and yeah. you know what? I also want to say there's my email address. Um, is Stacy at soapsacks.com. If you have any questions, if anybody out there has questions, if they have suggestions, if they know of a place that in their community that if they don't want to help at all, but they say, you know what, there's a food pantry or a shelter or a veterans clinic in my community, um, by all means, tell me about it. I'll send it. Or if I know a volunteer in that area, they'll make them. And you know, for the um, for the veterans, a lot I have people making like red, white, and blue ones, army right. fatigue ones. Sometimes we uh, we you know we try to color coordinate them with the places that we're donating it. I, another place that people are unfamiliar with that is a dire need now, not now because colleges are out because of the coronavirus, but most colleges have food pantries, and that's something that people don't realize. The college students that are on a meal plan. Some of them don't have the full meal plan with unlimited food, so they need these food pantries. So what I was, when I found that out, which actually did surprise me, and I started shocking. researching, shocking, shocking. Right. shocking. And the way yeah. I found out is, you know, I was doing some research as my son was looking at colleges. He's a senior now in high school. And sure enough, we started visiting colleges and there would be pantries. So I would have um, some of my volunteers make them with the color of the school colors. And I did, I know we both went to Syracuse. Yeah. And so we had the orange and blue and we, I had there, he wasn't looking at that school, but I sent a box of orange and blue soap sacks with the soap in it and send them out. But when, in our travels of going to visit colleges, absolutely University of Pittsburgh, University of Maryland, I mean, the list University of Virginia, we, um, I was donating them to food pantries. And also, it was also another place for, for my volunteers to donate. People were donating to their local colleges or people that work at colleges that are SAC volunteers, they're, they're making them. And it's really nice if it could be color coordinated, but if it can't, obviously there's, you know, there's always a need. Yeah. I never thought of uh, right. colleges before. Right. You know, it's because, it, you know, when you think about it, you know, like today I took a walk hmm. and it's very hot here and I took an early walk. And of course I got into the shower and just think about how water feels. Exactly. You, um, know, you know, you, if everybody just took a second, and just remember how good it feels to just take a shower. I mean, now washing your hands is like, oh my God, it feels so good to wash my hands because I know that if I wash my hands, I can use my hands. That's exactly right. With simple things. Right. That's things exactly right. You know, like, like I'm taking my, I, I am kind of like getting my hair out of my eyes right now. But <laughs> I'm like, I'm safe in my house right now. But out in the world, I'm not safe anymore to, to touch my face. Right. And especially if your hands aren't clean. 
And especially if your hands aren't clean. So what a wonderful thing this is. I mean, and it's so, it's so simple sounding, you know, but. Yeah, I wanted to make it simple and I wanted to make it so simple, easy that people will want to do it. And the response has been absolutely that. Yes. My life in stitches. That's who it is. Oh, okay. Well, hello. <laughs> that's Are you going to reveal yourself my life in stitches? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks for reaching out, though. Thank yeah, you yeah, so yeah. much. Yeah. Anybody? Okay. Come on. This is your chance. 919. We're having just this lovely kickback kind of conversation. Come on. We might have somebody. Peer pressure. <laughs> no pressure. No, I'm, no. I'm going to tell us when somebody. Uh, Okay. Up. Hello. I'm go, go, go ahead. Hello. Hello. Can you hear us? All right. Hello? She cannot hear. That was no. Stephanie. Okay. Do, what do they need to do? Um, uh, I, well, that, that person called in with, with video. I mean, this is not a okay. video call. This is an audio call right. to Computers 2K voice okay uh, that's good but, to know uh, if you're not uh, but she couldn't hear i could oh, see her try again. i could try again yeah, yeah try well, again. i could try again and again sure okay. yeah we still have plenty of time right yep. uh, yeah 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 so try again and don't do video computers that's plural the number 2k voice if you're coming in on skype she came in through skype and she did it the right way the only thing is she had video and her Skype may not be configured to hear us. I mean, okay. they have to do that too. Then she can try a phone. Yeah. 919 or he, 919-518-9773. So try that, okay? So yeah. remember, if you're going to come in on Skype, it won't be video. You won't be seen. You'll just be heard. Here we go. There we are. Thanks for trying again. I'm excited. <laughs> Yay. All right. Let's see if they can hear us now. Hello. Okay. Hello. Hi. Okay. Uh, what you will need to do is lower the speaker on lower the computer. The okay. Because otherwise Got it's it. going Okay. There you go. And you are? Who are you? Stephanie. 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 Oh, I've got a little bit of a lag. Sorry. Hold on. That's okay. <laughs> Just listen to me, don't watch me. Got it. Okay, we'll give that a try. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us who you are, Stephanie. Oh, well, um, my page name is My Life in Stitches, so she was right. She had just sent me some yarn, so. <laughs> Yay. Yay, it's so nice to hear your voice. Great. <laughs> so where are you, Stephanie? I'm in Idaho. Okay. And how did you get started doing this? Well, you know, last summer, well, actually over the last couple of years, my husband and I have gone on um, several business trips and I started collecting um, the stuff and stuff from hotels, thinking I would donate them to the local places. And I had a big bag full of them that I just never got down there. And then somehow, I don't know how soap sacks popped up somewhere on one of my social media things. And I was like, oh, this is great. I've got leftover yarn I need to do something with. And so I just started making the sacks and 
and got Yay. those all done. And now I've got to go buy more soap. <laughs> Yay, I'm so excited. Yay. Welcome to the soap right? community. So Stephanie, what is it like for you? It's, it's great. It really, I love, like I was saying, I love it because it's a little project I can take with me everywhere. When I get bored with my bigger projects, it's something I can do that's real easy and I don't have to, I mean, they're simple, simple patterns. So it's not really something you have to think about. So you can usually whip them out pretty quick. We had to, um, just this last weekend, had to go get my daughter's stuff from college because they went to online school. So, you know, the eight hours there and the eight hours back, I had lots to do in the car. So Yay. Oh, <laughs> it was really nice. So yeah. That's wonderful. Uh, Stacey, you want to ask her any questions? Please, I'm going to not even ask. I'm going to say, please post on the SAC Facebook page. People will be inspired by you and just post some of the pictures of your soap sacks. I'd love to see them and then I'll share them so everybody else can see it. That would be great. Perfect. I will start. I know I do that on Instagram. I tag you, but I haven't done that on Facebook, so I will. Oh, I will if you do don't that mind, so you I would love that. Share that kind of stuff. If, and yeah. if you don't mind, tag me too. Marilyn listens on Instagram. Okay. Yeah, I would love to. I'd love to hear the stories and and follow the stories. It would be great to, you know, follow some of these stories. Oh yeah, the Facebook yeah. page is oh, it's so incredible. The people posting and uh, you know commenting, posting patterns and pictures of them donating and yeah, so it's all yes, that would be great, Stephanie, if you could do that. So let me ask you a question: Do you sure. ever come across children that you're giving soaps to? Yes, I I have. I've been um, donated. I have as well as other SAC volunteers are making smaller ones with smaller bars of soap and donating them to Ronald McDonald House. Um, through DIFIS, Division of you know Youth and Family Services, for children, yes. Okay. So we're trying to, and then sometimes I'll add like a little sticker, and um, yes, so we're, so if some people that are making smaller ones are using it for that purpose, yeah. 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 Well, Stephanie, you're doing great things. Yeah. You know? Thanks, it's fun. Yeah, thank you again. I really thank appreciate you. you calling in. That's cool. awesome. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Thank you. So everybody out there. <laughs> yeah. Give us a call. Let us hear from you just like Stephanie did. Love to hear what you're doing, how you do it, when you do it, why you do it, all those kinds of questions that we all want to know about. Love to hear from you. 919-518-9773. Or you can come in on Skype at computers. That's plural. Then the number 2K voice. Stephanie, thank you so much. Is there anything you wanted to add? Sure you are? He's gone. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. great. Oh, it's so funny. I just sent her the yarn last week, so I'm glad she received it. Yeah. Well, it's great because I'm, I'm sure some of the shows you've been on, you don't have an opportunity for people to call in. Or comment. This is actually the first time. I'm so excited. This is the first live one I've done, which is yeah. great. Yeah. It is great. So, you know, for everyone out there, this is an opportunity that you don't normally get on a dog yeah, no, it's a, it's a great opportunity. Yeah, so I'm hoping they uh, they do. And like I said, if they um, want to follow the Facebook page, it's Soap Sack, and the Instagram page is Soap Sacks, and the website I shared with you before. Yes, and I've been I really should do a shout out to a friend um, who is also a Sack volunteer, and she is my media consultant, my friend Krista Matteo is um does a lot of my social media for me uh on instagram and she does some press releases for me so i just want to do a shout out and thank her she's just been incredible yeah. and she does she do is she in the social media business or she's she it? has a bunch of she has several jobs but she has done it for for some uh different groups before and right. she offered to do it um 
for, for SAC because she really believes in the mission. And I thank her all the time, but never enough. Yeah. yeah well, I'm sure she's, she, she knows it. Yeah. And here's the thing I want the message to get out to everyone is, you know, a lot of these things, when you look at them, you know, from where you stand or sit forward, see, can seem like a big, a big daunting task. But there are people, when you're doing the right thing, there are people along the way that are there to help. You know, just like you have a friend who could do social media. You know, I'm, I'm, I guarantee you, people, you know, love to take a piece of something. Maybe they don't want to do the whole thing. But if everybody, you know, rallied around something and took a piece, you know, a piece here, a piece there, a piece here, things would get done. You don't have to do it all on your own. Exactly. You know? yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting you said that because I had someone reach out to me m many months ago that said she doesn't want to get soap. She doesn't want to, you know, she doesn't know how to knit or crochet. What could she do? So I said, you want to make tags because I always have to want to, I want to attach tags to everyone. And so sure enough, she sent me, she printed them off on cardstock. I mean, it could be on, you know, regular paper, but cardstock. She cut them, she hole punched them, she sent me. So that's what I'm saying. There are, there's definitely things to do. And it's so helpful because making the tags, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah, something to do. It's, it, right. Exactly. But for me, it was nice not to have to um, make them for that week. So, yeah, um, yeah. so yeah. that is, yeah, I will say that there's other ways of helping um, as well as, like I said, donating a woman sent me, set, sent me yarn that she um, bought, you know, at the store and she just sent it to me in the mail. And that's great because, you know, it's not going to make any, but sending yarn, so helpful. Yeah, every every little every little thing can matter. So hold on just a second. So Amnon, you have my books there. Yeah. Okay, now's a perfect time. Yeah. <laughs> a little self promotion, but actually, I, I want you to. Your books are amazing. Well, um, they're my books, all uh, part of a series called "In Just One Afternoon: Listening to the Hearts of." So the first one, listening to the hearts of men, and I interviewed a whole bunch of men about their life, their emotional awakening their journey parenting making money whatever it is drugs bise bisexual bipolar whatever it is how men showed up beautifully the next one was about twins they have a lot to teach us about relationship they teach us about conflict resolution sibling rivalry they teach us so much about parenting and then millennials i love millennials they are so good to their core and have lots and lots of, to share. We can learn a lot from them and they can learn a lot from us. And then the next one soon to be self-published is in just one afternoon, listening to the hearts of people impacted by opioid addiction. And then right after that will be black fathers. And I have been looking for a, like a young black, really good daddy, 17, 18 year old. And I have recently connected with someone I'm so happy to say in Uganda. Ooh, so I, yes. Really oh. excited about that. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all good. So they're all on Amazon, and they're looking. Um, you know, just look at them. They're wonderful. Their stories are fabulous, and we get to understand people better and better and better from hearing their stories from their heart. So, Stacy, um, you, it, it's phenomenal what you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. You're welcome. And Your you're support matters to me. It really does. Thank you. Well, you know, I didn't, we didn't say this, we did kind of did say this, that we went to Syracuse, but I had gotten the alumni magazine and I always kind of glance through it just to see what's going on. And there's always, you know, what people are doing in the back. And I noticed 
uh, Stacy was doing this, and I was just, wow, this is really cool. You know, something so. And, you know, and you are absolutely delightful. And oh, thank you. You're, you're like the perfect person to do something like this. Oh, really? Thank you. You're, that's very sweet. Thank you very much. You're, you're very welcome. You're like yeah. the perfect person. I'm thrilled that you reached out to me. I really am. Yeah. Oh, you know, I mean, you really, you have your, your heart in the right place with this. And, you know, it's such a, it's such a small little thing that means so, 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 so much in the, in the whole scheme of things. You know, if a person can feel clean and walk through their day, you know, with clean hair, clean, clean body, how amazing is it? I mean, how amazing is it? Yeah, that's exactly right. We always say helping others one sack at a time. That's kind of our, our motto. And that's, Yep. And that's where we're going to continue on. And hopefully once the coronavirus, you know, we, everyone's back and being out and could do more outreach, even more so, you know, because they'll, they'll feel safer. So right. hoping that happens shortly. Yes. I hope that happens. Yeah. Real yeah. soon. Yeah. So walking through the streets, feeling clean about yourself. Right. will help a person feel good about themselves so that they will help another. It will have a trickle effect on the street. I mean, it will have a trickle effect, you know, all the way down the line. It's, it, I can't, so, in, so tell us a story. Is there any story from a, from a receiver that you know? Uh, of? Okay. Um, a story about a receiver. Um, you know, you, a lot, I would say some of the times I'm dropping off the sacks and I'm not actually distributing them out. Um, but I will say that the thank you letters that I'm receiving from all the places that I'm donating to, they have been sharing that the people, I mean, they're actually, some of them are actually crying when they're receiving it because they can't believe that a stranger made this for them. So I would say that I'm kind of saying it, you know, secondhand through you know, through the, the um, volunteers or at these, at these um, shelters and pantries. And many of them have called me and asked for more because the people are just so thrilled with getting them that I would say, but I mean, when I'm handing them out, I could just see they have like this joy. Somebody had said to me, can I really keep this? Can I, this is really mine. Can I really, I mean, over a bar of soap and a crocheted or knitted soap sack, she just couldn't believe. So that's really, it's, it's the expression, you know, and of course I'm not taking pictures of, of the people, the recipients, because, you know, for privacy factors, I don't do that. But the response um, when I'm there and just the looks on their face, it's just, and one woman put one up to her face and she said, this is so soft. This is so nice. I'm going to, can't wait to wash myself with it. So those are the, that's what we get. And the thank yous, I mean, they're thank you, thank you, thank you. And, um, so that's, yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Well, thank you, Stacy, for being oh, here. Thank Jerry. you so much. Stay well and healthy, everybody out there. And um, it's been great chatting with you. It really has. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can't thank you enough for what you're doing and for the way you're doing it. Oh, thank you so much. And for everybody that's listening and for all of you that are part of this, um, you're amazing. Oh. And for all of you that are, you know, enjoying it and want to be part of it, you're amazing. <laughs> now, for everybody listening, you're amazing. Right. And you are too, because you're okay. really making 
you know, making people aware of so many um, important, you know, exposing people to so many important people that really are making a difference like you in the world. Well, people matter to me. And, you know, we spend a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff is done on levels above just people, but I really like <laughs> yeah, get away. <laughs> I'm still chatting. For your son. <laughs> I hear the echoing in the background. So it's, like, it's okay. <laughs> so with that, I want to thank everybody for joining us today, especially okay. Stacy and all the SAC people. Right. And um, we look forward to seeing you next week with another show. And please stay safe. If I can help you with anything, please let me know at Marilyn at MarilynShannon.com. I love you all so much. Be safe. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye.